You're listening to local programming produced in KUNV Studios. This is The Media Effect, and I'm your host, I'm your host Dominic Dalpat. On this show, we talk about media and its effects in daily life. Let's get the show started. The Media Effect. Throughout history, it was parents who were raising their kids. And while some may argue that it could be the government or other entities in those times, parents generally were responsible for a majority of the characteristics and knowledge that a child acquired. And even taking a look at more recent times between the 90s and early 2000s, kids were raised by television, which, at the time, was not compromised by false actors looking to harm the kids. TV at that time was well moderated, and for the most part, the content was educational and kid-friendly. Unless a kid is left unsupervised and watched the adult hours content, of course, that unfortunately was me a few times where I got to see those things. But besides the point, generally, kids were very well very well in good hands at these times when they were watching these uh, TV because overall, it was regulated and it was monitored. So all the people posting this content or what would be the videos or whatever being shown on the TV, it was generally with the kids' best intentions in mind. And while obviously the people were profiting, it might be an addicted addicting series, for example, on TV or an addicting cartoon, it still had positive messages in the end of the day. Like it's still telling people about teamwork and we got to be the good guys and let's go save the day, be kind, help others. And it was also friendly content towards kids. However, in this generation of media, that simply isn't the case anymore as now kids are raised by the media. And the dangerous part of this is that the media is slightly regulated which means that the content being put out can be almost anything. And many dangerous people have taken advantage of this. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about how the media is raising our kids. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of The Media Effect. Now, I know this topic may not be relatable for some of you. I believe it's definitely relatable for a lot of people because a lot of you have some sort of connection to a child, whether it is that you are a parent with a kid, you are a sibling with younger siblings, a cousins, or even just know someone who has a connection with a kid. I believe this topic in particular is extremely important because unlike other topics where the solution is often a problem within oneself, here is something affecting kids who do not understand the dangers, so we need to fight for them. The media has been taking advantage of kids for a very long time, as they are young and innocent meaning that they are unable to fight for themselves or see the danger in what media is showing them and teaching them. Gen Alpha is under attack at an even greater scale than Gen Z was just a decade ago. The kids in Gen Alpha are young and unable to see the dangers that await them. And by the time they realize, it is too late as their calls for help are silenced by the screens that hypnotize them. It's so common for parents to just give their kids a phone or iPad to distract them so they can be in peace. I mean, I know at least my dad sometimes would do this with me and it comes with the best intentions, obviously. You know, they're trying to make sure that you're entertained sometimes. At least my dad, he might have had the best intentions. You know, I, I was bored at the restaurant and he would give me the phone, which is what a lot of parents, I assume, would have. It's the best intentions in mind. 
However, unfortunately, a lot of these parents don't realize that their good intention ultimately leads to a bad thing, not because of, a cho of the choice in particular, but rather because of what's on that screen. You see, it's not regulated, and a lot of parents might not understand that because back in their times, the TV was regulated. You know, all the things that were being shown were approved and good things. There is no bad things going on. That's not the case anymore, as now on social media, anybody can post. There is no regulation. And if it's going to be taken down, it usually takes a while. It's not an instant thing. So, in the short term, the screen's ability to keep a kid distracted, no matter where they are, may seem like a win. But the reality is that in the long term, this decision could be detrimental to kids. Thankfully, when I was started using the phone, uh, I was I was a bit older. I was around 14 years old when I started really getting into like an addictive thing. And now, thankfully, I also kind of got out of it. But it's one of those things where like if you're very young, I know I see my cousins, for example, they're sitting at a very young age, less than eight years old. So this is extremely dangerous because they aren't fully developed and there's a lot of issues that can come with this. So let's swipe right on this issue and choose to explore what is happening behind those seemingly innocent iPads. Kids having iPads has brought up a well-known term, iPad kid. According to Business Insider, the term iPad kid refers to a kid who has no screen time limit and can spend long amounts of time on their devices. This limitless amount of time on their device can cause more damage to a child than one could imagine. And while some of it does have to do with the radiation and the eyesight damage, which is similar concern to when the kids were raised in the 90s and 2000s sitting in front of a giant screen, the true danger of media actually lies within what's being played behind the screens. Between the brain rock content, specifically targeted kid ads, and violence, blood, and in some cases, adult content. So let's start by taking a look at the brain rock content. According to SBS Australia, brain rock content refers to content that is of low value and has negative effects on the viewer. This can see everywhere. This can be seen everywhere, whether it's on YouTube Kids or even normal YouTube or on Reels. I'll give you an example. I'm sure if you spend a good amount of time on social media, you have seen at one point a video that shows whether uh, some gameplay or some sort of video at the bottom of the screen, then on the other half, something else is going on, and then you have some sort of random audio playing. This is brain rock content. There is nothing of educational value, yet there's so much going on. It's just a pure dopamine attack, basically. Well, not a, I wouldn't say attack, but it's definitely something that just boosts your dopamine so high up that it's very hard to find something that can fulfill that same dopamine. So with this established, let's take a look like at YouTube Kids. In particular, there's obviously a lot of content. There's a lot of content creators, but one we could take a look at in particular is Finnell from Ohio, or the other account, which is Finnell Shorts, which have 1.5 million subscribers and 4 million respectively. If we take a look at the video posted on this channel, it is basically the type of videos that I had just described. You know, it's the typical TikTok model, obviously, which is famous for the destruction of attention spans in kids. I mean, 
a lot of people would bring up the fact that we are now the goldfish generation. We have less attention spans than a goldfish. And a lot of it can be attributed to TikTok. The TikTok era of the lockdowns in particular was detrimental. And when kids came back to school, it was evident that damage was done. Grades in school were much lower than they had been before. There was real proof of damage that had happened. And if we take a look, what often happens in these content is that these kids, they're innocent. They don't know any better. And they're taken advantage of because the unfortunately the kid realm, the kid industry is very profitable because kids are innocent and they're unaware that they're being taken advantage of by evil people. So a lot of times this brain rock content, if you look at the thumbnails, it will have famous and familiar characters to the kids like Spider-Man, Batman, or Elsa. So they click on the video only to be caught in some brain rot video. It's all just a very dirty trick to get the kids in. And once they're in, then all the dopamine in that video is enough to keep them there. You see, so it, it really just gets worse, all of this, because from here you get full-scale videos that are long. I mean, I, I've seen videos of Among Us characters and in particular Among Us and like Play Doll Poppy, I think it was. I'm not quite sure of the name. But a lot of these familiar characters and you'll literally hear the sound bits and an audio won't finish playing before they play another one. It's like around, I could say maybe in 10 seconds, you can hear around 50 different audios depending on which video. There's just so much going on. It's fast content. It's quick audio here. Quick. There's so much dopamine for these young kids. So of course, they're going to be drained like with energy energy wise they're going to be drained they're going to have no energy because what can give them dopamine what can give them that same dopamine that they get in these videos full of content packed i mean you look at these brain rot videos and there's literally in some of them like five different things you have to be paying attention to at once so obviously, when you go back to something more boring, like a documentary or a book or even drawing, you're not going to be able to stay caught in the attention for so long because it's boring to you because you're used to having like five different things all going on at the same time. And in a book, it's completely the opposite. You have to be very much in the moment reading what's there and thinking about and analyzing what it says. It's not doing the work for you, you actually have to do the work, unlike these videos where the work is done for you on what you need to think. A lot of times these YouTube videos are, are all like, you need to think this, and there's like these things, and there's like characters, and there's like so much stuff going on, it does the work for you. But when you have to read a book, you have to create the entertainment, essentially. It's up to your brain to create the imagination to visualize, especially if it's a fiction book. If it's a non-fiction book, maybe not, but if it's a fiction, a fiction book especially, your brain has to do the work to create a world and imagine what you're reading and put it into life. So if you're just used to a video doing that for you, your creativity is destroyed. It's ultimately destroyed. And the problem with this content is that while YouTube and TikTok and all these people, they claim that they're going to take down these dangerous videos, ultimately they end up promoting them and it goes to the top every single time 
Every single time. You look on YouTube Kids, it's probably one of the first things you'll see. It's a vicious cycle which can leave these kids more prone to addiction in the future. I don't know if you all have seen it, but I've seen a video. I think if you search it up, you'll be able to find it. There is a video of a kid playing Minecraft on his iPad while in his other hand having his phone and scrolling through TikTok. So it's not enough for him to just be on TikTok or just be on Minecraft. He needs dopamine from two areas. And this is likely a result from this brain rock content that gets him used to doing having multiple things going on at a time. He can't focus on just one. He needs multiple things. It's not enough to make him happy, to give him that dopamine. He needs more. And this is a case that happens on and on and on. And unfortunately, it continues to happen because these channels are profiting like never before. They're making millions by exploiting kids for monetary gain. It's disgusting. It's really what it is. But next, let's talk about the specifically targeted ads towards kids. According to a report by commonsense.org, of 200 products evaluated, 127 said that their products were for kids. And 47 of those products said they were targeting kids with specific ads. And including the times products not specifically targeted to kids are seen by kids, obviously, on a device that isn't theirs. You know, maybe a dad gives his phone to a kid or mom gives her iPad or something or the computer. That's even more products. That's around over half of the products that will target kids with advertising. The information gathered by media platforms is sold to these products who then specifically target kids and affect their behavior and their desires. Obviously, if they see toys that they like every single time, they're going to always ask their parents for this and that. It messes with their wants and needs. It's an invasion of privacy and a dangerous practice, especially on kids who don't know any better. I mean, heck, I buy things when I see them promoted all the time. It's specifically targeted towards me. Of course, I'm going to buy it. Imagine playing these dirty games on kids. They don't know any better. It's disgusting behavior once again. Invasion of privacy. And the truth is, these kids don't know any better. So of course they can be easily misled and misguided. The media platforms and targeted ads are exploiting the knowledge of children and their innocence to try and persuade them into begging their parents for something, ultimately changing their behavior, like previously stated, by studying the children. That's really what it is. These ads study the children's behavior. They see at what time he goes on, what does he like, which videos he likes the most, which one he doesn't. It's intently studying and essentially, if you want to call it stalking like a child's behavior, this is very dangerous. It is exploitation and dangerous because while we know that products are getting this information, who's to say that someone else isn't getting this information? How do we know properly who is getting this information? Can we be so certain that it's only going to products who are looking to advertise? How do we know it's not going to dangerous individuals who look to do something with these kids? How do we know? There is no way of fully determining that. There are bad people in the world and they are looking for something. And this is perfect. If they're looking for kids... There's nothing better than a specifically monitored information status of a child. He gets on at this time. He goes outside at this time. He does this. He does that. There's nothing for a person who's looking for bad. 
There's nothing better than that. That is what they want. And finally, let's take a look at the gruesome bloody content and adult content shown on these platforms. I think it's safe to say I would like to think that a majority of us think that kids of a young age should not be exposed to any kind of adult content. And as it has a possibility of ruining their innocence forever. Now, there are a few people, obviously, we strange people who believe otherwise. But for the most part, I believe that a majority of us are on board in thinking that kids should be should not be looking at adult content because I mean, they're innocent children. When you're young, it's your youth and your innocence and you explore the world in that time. But the thing about innocence is that once it's taken away, you don't get it back. With social media having very little restriction, and if anything, actively going out of its way to promote graphic content to kids like we've seen the brain rot, like we see them actively spying on these kids, it's no surprise many of them grow up to be broken people because the years that they should have spent in innocence and exploring were taken away from them as they were thrown into a cruel world with no soft introduction. Just take a look at how each generation continues to have worse and worse mental health. Why is it that every time our generations are constantly having more depression, more anxiety, more OCD? This isn't just something that just happens. Oh, it just happened out of nowhere. This is an active promotion of poor content by bad people. They are taking advantage, in particular of kids, because they're the easiest to target. Usually teens, they might have a little bit of sense already. Maybe it's easy to take advantage of some teens because they might be in the rebellious age. But the easiest ones are kids because they don't know any better. The declining mental health status of generations demonstrates that the more dopamine we have been able to easily access, the harder it is to find something that can fully fulfill that dopamine we need. Therefore, since that dopamine is very hard to find, people are depressed at higher rates than ever before. Now, some people will put the blame on Disney or some other promoting or other brands promoting explicit stuff. But that's a conversation for another day. I will get to that another day. What we're looking at now is specifically the millions of strangers posting online content that is disturbing content for kids, essentially raising them as surrogate parents. Media today has become a surrogate parent to kids because oftentimes these parents are spending less time with their kids as it's easier to just give them an iPad than have to spend time with them and find something for them to do. And if they don't like the toy, you need to go do something else. Why go through all that trouble when you can just give a kid an iPad and they will sit as quiet as a mouse? They won't say a word. But while the, ki- while the parents might think that there's a good decision in the moment, truth is this decision will turn out to haunt them in the future. Because if you care about the kid at all, you will realize that this child, by spending so much time on media, has become more like the influencers and characters they've seen on media than their own parents. Because what they're spending more time with is these these characters. Look, these kids spend, let's say, eight hours a day in school, right? They spend eight hours a day in school. They come home, and depending on the type of parent, then they might do their homework and stuff. And then after that, They spend time on social media. 
they spend time on social media and I'm I'm also looking at a lot of families and friends that I know. They don't even eat dinner together. That is very customary in my family, but apparently it's not very customary around everywhere else. I mean, I look around me and a lot of people, they don't eat with their parents. They eat in their own rooms. They take the food and they go to their room. So if these kids are raised like that, then when do they actually spend time with their parents? They never do. So at the end of the day, they're being raised by the media. They're being raised by what they see on media. And if what they see on media is their favorite characters or deranged influencers doing horrible things, because the reality is a majority of influencers are the worst people in society. I mean, I worked the Super Bowl event on Sunday. Well, the Super Bowl after party. Technically, it's called the big game after party because it's not sponsored, but whatever. That's another story. But I worked that. And these people, they have such a sense of arrogance and they're so just degenerate in their ways. Barely wearing any clothes on this high horse of, I think I'm better than everybody else. They treat you like garbage if you're not an influencer. They're all looking for attention. They're all desperate people. They will do anything. And this is very important here. They will do anything to go viral. So if that means being a horrible role model for kids and being entertaining, like a lot of these streamers, for example, the in real life streamers have become, they will do it. They will do it. And that is important to know because these people are the ones that are essentially raising the kids today. This content, this disturbing content, not the influencer part, but like the content that is generally disturbing for kids has even gained a name from YouTube Kids, which is ElsaGate. ElsaGate refers to content that is promoted as kid-friendly, but really contains graphic content and is disturbing, even for some older audiences. Like, for example, me, like I watch some of this content and this is disturbing stuff. Like I see videos of like mini baby Minnie Mouse and baby Mickey Mouse and their mom. And apparently the mom like gets caught in the escalator and there's like blood everywhere and the babies are crying. I mean, this is this is horrifying. This is horrifying for me. So imagine for a kid. Imagine for a kid what this is. There's videos of like Spider-Man getting someone pregnant and this pregnancy and like even potentially adult content probing someone like this is disturbing stuff but yet they think it's okay for kids and while youtube kids has promised to crack down on this content back in 2016 during the covid lockdowns the content resurfaced more disturbing and brain rotten than ever it completely destroyed the attention span as i previously talked about it destroyed attention spans even more. They came back to school and they weren't learning. But it also took away their innocence and it was detrimental to their health. And finally, I want to talk about the adult content specifically. I know I kind of mentioned it previously, but this content is teaching kids to be essentially sexualized in a lot of the content. I'll spend some time looking at YouTube kids to see what's going through. Like I'll look at my cousin's YouTube account and the content that is there is horrible between pregnancy this and like pregnant characters and all this like sexual stuff and bots and everything. These are kids and not kids like 14 teen kids. I'm talking kids like five years old kids, three years old kids, maybe eight years old kids. That's the type of kids I'm talking about. And they're being exposed 
to the sexual content. These kids are being sexualized, essentially what it is. And they don't understand sex and the complications that come with it. The sexualization of kids is dangerous and has become prevalent in children's content, which is which once again puts kids in potentially life-ruining places that they are too young to decide properly. I mean, imagine telling these kids, you know, look at all this sexual content, look at all that. They can't decipher what's good and what's bad. Like if you take a look at adult content, I'm not going to say the word, adult content, the stepsister genre, stepmom genre, a lot of it is this person gets stuck and then the other person comes from behind and obviously they do the thing. In a way, that's, that's a violation of a person, especially if they didn't approve. And while we're adults and while teenagers may watch this in adults and they're old enough to rationalize, the kids are not old enough to rationalize this. They don't understand. They think it's just okay to do these things and yet they're being shown this content. These kids don't know the difference between a cookie and a million dollars. There's videos of kids choosing cookies over a million dollars, yet they are being shown sexually explicit content. And with the people posting the content often having bad intentions, who knows what these kids are taking from these videos. YouTube Kids and other platforms for kids have become a sinister tool to destroy the youth all for monetary gain. With the brain rock content made to destroy imagination, critical thinking, and attention spans of children with useless, time-consuming content. Or the targeted ads, learning the habits and schedule of your children to better sell them products or potentially sell them. Or even showing kids explicit content that even some older people shouldn't even see and ultimately ruining their innocence. And those are just some of the problems that can come with modern children's media. There are so many, including the impedance on children's sleep schedules. According to a 2014 survey, 80%, 80% of teens admit to using their phones without their parents' permission and when the parents thought they were asleep. This number has certainly grown since 2014 and has also become a problem affecting not just teens, but young kids. And along with this comes the promotion of dangerous acts on these platforms. For example, the Bird Box Challenge, which challenged people to walk around blindfolded, or even worse, the Blackout Challenge, where an individual must exhale all air, then be pushed against the wall until passing out, which has led to deaths. If grown teens aren't experienced enough to see the danger in these challenges, then imagine a young, curious child exploring the world and looking to be cool with their friends. And finally, it can cause addiction. With, with kids being unable to be without their device for long periods of time. So the question is, is there something we can do? And if so, what? Well, to answer the first question, to put it simply, yes. And now to answer the second question, well, there are a few things we can do. First and most important is to try avoid random user posting content platforms like YouTube, TikTok, and others. Instead, look for regulated TV, which has been approved by people rather than the content from social media platforms that allow for anything to be posted. Furthermore, for all the conservatives who may be concerned with mainstream media and its messaging, there are now plenty of conservative kid channels like the Daily Wire's Bent Key or Tuttle Twins by Angel Studios, just to name two. The point is that while social media may be inciting or, or enticing with all the kids, all the cool kids doing this and 
Unfortunately, social media cannot moderate what is being posted until after it's posted. And furthermore, with so much content constantly being uploaded all the time, it's very difficult for media platforms to keep track of what is being posted. And it may take them a long time before they realize bad content is on their platform. Whereas content posted on traditional TV or other specific outlets can be moderated, so you can rest assured that what your kid is watching is good content. But if it's for some reason that's not an option that you can do, then the next is to limit screen time in order to prevent addiction. This is obvious. Kids get caught in time-consuming content. So by limiting their screen time, you ultimately give them the advantage of not being caught and also not giving advertisers time to actually fully study your child. And then the final ways I'd really say is just to encourage kids to Find more traditional ways of entertainment, like playing with toys, drawing, instead of video games and social media. Ultimately, when there is money to be made based off of exploitation, there will always be people who choose that route, no matter how immoral, and we can't control them. But what we can control is ourselves, and what tools we give our children and how we raise them. Teach children traditional ways of entertainment, like playing outside, playing with toys, or drawing, instead of just handing them an iPad. And if they want a screen, then try to give them traditional TV, or apply screen time limits to the social media platform. This danger of bad media for kids will be around regardless of what we say, because big tech giants have too much to gain. So what we need to take is upon ourselves is to be responsible and teach our kids right. Be sure to take care of your kids, whether son, daughter, cousin, sibling, or just someone who has a child to care for. It's important that we do this because kids are innocent and they don't know the dangers. They can't defend themselves, so we must do it for them. And with that, I conclude this second episode of the Media Effect podcast. I will see you in the next one. Peace. This was The Media Effect. For more information about this topic or me, reach out to my IG at The Truth Trailblazer or my email, Dominic at The Truth Trailblazer.com. The Media Effect. See you next time. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education.